Welcome to episode 56 of Instant Expertise Marketing. We greatly appreciate you listening in as always. In honor of Mental Health Awareness Month, I'm going to be sharing insights today on my personal journey as I recently discovered that I have ADHD. However, literally no one in my life was surprised by this news. I'm Yvette Brown, co-founder of X Promos. I became an entrepreneur at 23 by starting a promotions agency with my then 29-year-old business partner, Sherry Nomadi. I discovered that I have ADHD quite by accident during the pandemic. And since then, I've gone on a journey of self-discovery that has literally transformed my perspective on my past and kind of on my future. And today I want to talk about that and also talk to those of you who are neurotypical about what you might be missing if you don't have a neurodivergent thinker on your team. So like I said, I literally found out I had ADHD by accident. I was attending my daughter's school-sponsored mental health Zoom webinar and all of a sudden, after going to this webinar, I found myself down this rabbit hole of the origins, symptoms, and solutions to managing ADHD that I suspected that she might have. While I was info gathering on her behalf, I soon realized that the more I read about these symptoms, I realized that that description was all about me. And that's really what started me down on this path of self-discovery and really had me kind of rethinking my childhood and past. And that's certainly a topic for another day. I kind of want to get to where I am today. Before, though, we get to that, I do want to say that um, ADHD does seem to be somewhat underdiagnosed in our country. It affects, according to some studies, somewhere around 9 to 10% of our kids and somewhere between four to 9% of adults, those numbers are all over the, uh, the board, depending on the studies that you look at. And what I discovered during this process is that there's some great coaches and resources to, to help those who struggle with this. You know, one of the big parts, big struggles with ADHD is what they call executive function. And that's the part of your brain that, that focuses on habits and tasks. You know, it's starting and finishing projects, staying focused and prioritizing. This is why ADHD gets diagnosed by about kids when they're in school is because all of a sudden they start to struggle a little bit. They're usually bright kids that are easily distracted. And it's that lack of organization that can cause stress in their life. And Surprisingly, I guess it was surprising to me at the time, oftentimes when kids are diagnosed with ADHD, their parents are diagnosed at the same time as the light bulb kind of goes on. So, but the reason for, I wanted to talk about this today is because while I went through all of this research, most of the narratives around ADHD talk about the negative impact of this you know, mental order, this condition, this problem. I sat back as I was re-examining the entirety of my life and I thought about my real life creative achievements to date. And I kind of wondered if I would have ever gotten here without ADHD. And the short answer is no, I'm gonna you know, give, give away the, uh, the answer at the end. But let me go into these seven traits that I identified that were associated with ADHD that really helped me 
to become the successful, you know, persevering entrepreneur that I am today. Um, step one is, or number one is resiliency. You know, as you guys know, I co-founded my agency at 23. That was over 30 years ago. And, you know, let's face it, being an entrepreneur isn't easy. The journey is a roller coaster. It's the highs are highs and the lows are lows. There's always a new challenge to overcome. You learn as you go. And once you kind of have things going, things change. You know, Sherry and I, if you've listened for a while, have identified about five major pivots that our company has gone through over the years because we're adjusting to market conditions, because business trends change. And, you know, quite frankly, I don't think about those changes anymore. I just kind of keep moving forward and that's the way it is. Um, secondly, an ADHD trait is emotional sensitivity and empathy. Yes, that can mean that I can be impulsive and intense, but what really works in my role as a marketer is that we talk about, you know, imagining what it's like to walk in the steps of your client or prospect, okay, to take a step in, the, in their shoes. For me, I have to say it comes naturally. Like I literally can very easily imagine what that's like. And as a result, I think it's reflective in our creative because we funnel all of our programs and our concepts kind of through this lens of like, how would this work for me as a prospect? How would I respond to this? How would I like this? And at the end of the day, this helps create a roadmap for much better programs. And, you know, we have tons of examples. You know, one that came to mind in this case was the Triple Tribbles game. We created this for Playmates Toys for their Star Trek license. And we knew we were going to create a, a sweepstakes, but what, what kind of prize to give away? Well, we gave away a prize that was the ultimate prize for a Star Trek fan, which would be to have their living room converted to, um, to replicate the bridge of the Enterprise. And we tied the theme, Triple Tribbles, to the most popular episode of all time, which is The Trouble with Tribbles. Those are the kind of things, the subtleties that tie in, that really you know, connect to this on a deeper level to the prospects we were trying to reach. Number three on my list is creativity. You kind of might've thought it was number one, but I know that I wouldn't be here if it weren't for resiliency and that, you know, that empathy. But creativity is you know, really critical. And there are multiple studies that reinforce the fact that neurodivergent ADHD brains demonstrate more prolific creative abilities than their neurotypical counterparts. Now, some scientists don't exactly know why. Some think that we it's because we think outside of the box because we're really not clear on the traditional edges of the box. All I know is that our clients rave about our creativity and I am most proud of the creative when it exceeds expectations. I really don't like marketing creative for creative sake. I find that kind of cringy. So I'm really proud of being able to tie that, that in to what we do. Number four on the list is always on. My friends and family will tell you, I can't relax. I've never been one to be able to lounge poolside, to chill at the beach, or to do nothing on vacation. I try to explain, and now I have this ADHD thing to back me up. My brain never stops running. 
it never stops working. It jumps from topic to topic. There's always a lot going on and that's kind of the way it is. If however, you're one of my clients, guess what? I'm always thinking about your business. I'm thinking about your campaigns. I'm thinking about what's next and it kind of works to your benefit. And so in a weird way, it's a blessing and a curse. And, you know, Sherry and I talk through things because I have to talk about these ideas to get them out of, out of my head. And a lot of times they're sort of raw and half-baked and we have a process internally that helps take those. She asks a lot of the right trigger questions and that helps us get to tight, well-conceived concepts that really set our clients up for success. So, you know, what's great about it is we always give our clients a variety of choices and sometimes the outlier, the crazy idea is the client's choice. Other times they go with the safer option, but either way, it always works. Number five on my list is dopamine driven innovation. Now you hear about dopamine a lot, neurotypical ADHD brains are chemically wired to crave dopamine because we're kind of a court low on these neurotransmitters, okay? And there's lots of ways that you can get dopamine in life, but one way is through novelty or to try something new, okay? So for me, that means that I am constantly in search of innovative ways to express these sort of timeless, you know, marketing concepts like saving time and money, which is kind of what every product does when most of them do when you come right down to it. It's always looking for new ways to develop offers and to deliver them like new technologies and new media. And it's also looking for new rewards that will attract prospects like trending technologies and the it gift of the season. I'm craving that information so that because it helps give me dopamine, but it helps clients because that helps us make sure that we're on trend with the newest, the latest, and the great ways to connect to our uh, clients' prospects in new and exciting ways. So uh, number six on our list is accountability, okay? I admit, and now that I know this is ADHD, I suffer from what they call time blindness. That means I, look, I lose track of time. Okay, I get focused on something I'm doing. I didn't realize three hours passed. I lose track of hours. Oftentimes, I don't know what month we're in. It's just kind of how it is. However, it's a big however, I am 100% committed to on-time delivery on a client deadline. And that's what in the ADHD world, they call this accountability, okay? Personal struggles are, you know, getting to the gym in the morning or, you know, eating the right thing and, and those kind of personal things. That's a struggle. But when they're, when you're accountable to someone else, you're, it's like having an ironclad contract signed in blood. Okay. There is, I will move heaven and earth to make sure that I meet client deadlines. And that, that works for our clients, you know, honestly, um, when we had a, a fellow agency colleague one time say, you guys can launch campaigns faster than it takes us to develop the SOWs. We work fast and we're all in on those client deadlines and really no deadline from a client scares us. So long as we have the bandwidth within our current space. 
And number seven, and last on the list, is passion. Hand in hand with intensity, this trait means that I'm all in on supporting a client, okay? As Sherry always says with me, it's kind of all or nothing. And clients know that when we're working on a project, they've got my attention 24-7. You know, when I'm in a meeting, I always kind of have to walk a fine line because on the one hand, I have to thoroughly explain each idea and why it's great because clients may not realize and see it right away. But then I also have to temper my enthusiasm so I don't over explain and we make sure that the clients understand it. And quite frankly, that's what we try and do in these um, the podcast as well is not to over explain and really kind of get to the meat of what you guys need to know to be able to take action. So Speaking of taking action, um, you know, let me talk a little bit about what to do next and why this matters. Um, the reason that we, I wanted to talk about this today is that I know I'm not the only one out there. I've got at least, you know, 10% of the population that has got this kind of crazy uh, neurodivergent brain along with me. And what I wanted to say to those of you who suspect that, that this might be you, is you need to stop beating yourself up, okay? It's okay that you have half dozen beverages on your desk like I do right now. It's okay that you don't make your bed every day because I'll tell you what, you can deliver some amazing things because your brain is problem solving, it's coming up with solutions, and it's thinking about things creative, creatively in ways that your neurotypical counterparts just aren't doing and they're not doing it the same way. So um, that's, that's kind of the, the, the key part that I wanted to talk about. Um, I also wanted to say that I do recognize that I am fortunate to have found a path in life that allows me to do what I love every day in the real world. And that I am also surrounded by a network of people and solutions that understand and support me. Okay. I don't feel guilty anymore about the tasks that I don't do well, like manage these uh, beverages on my desk. I'm good with that because you know what, given the choice, I'd rather make a living by creating brilliant, successful campaigns on the entrepreneurial roller coaster than ride the merry-go-round of doing repetitive tasks to earn a paycheck. Not that there's nothing wrong with that, but that best suits the needs of my brain. So um, the other part of this is that if you are neurotypical and you don't have someone with an ADHD brain, ADHD brain on your staff, you might want to think about um, adding someone like that um, to your group. Um, even though they may not fit your exact mold and they could you know, have some challenges with task management and all of that, um, they can really drive innovation in the workplace, okay? Having um, team members that perceive the world differently can spark different ideas, approaches to product design, creative thinking, also helps with general ideas and solutions to new products and even categories. So that's kind of to wrap it up. I did want to say that if you guys um, check out the link in the um the show notes, you can see a link to our blog where I actually do call out several studies on ADHD 
and lots of resources for um, for help and support. You know, honestly, um, I found many support resources on TikTok, if you can imagine. Um, there are a wealth of creators inside an ADHD community there that help with just letting you know that you're not alone, helping with hot tips on how to think about things differently. There are some resources that have some amazing planners and other tools to help manage your day and really kind of help you get through. So whether you um, think you might have ADHD or whether you kind of want to understand it better, check out those that blog and you can get some more details on it. And meanwhile, Thanks for coming today and we look forward to having you come back again soon.